Hey, this is Nick Romolini, and welcome to another episode of The Blank Page. Been raining quite a bit here in Los Angeles. Was in the health food store, and I heard a woman complaining about the rain. She was saying, I know we need it, but geez, this is enough already. And I'm like, man, you fucking people. It's probably the same person who has the science is real sign on their lawn with the biggest fucking gas slurping Range Rover that money can buy in their driveway. Like the hypocrisy is fucking crazy. It's like, oh, we can't water our lawns because of the drought, blah, blah, blah. And then when the rain finally comes, it's complaints about the rain. It's just it blows my fucking mind. In the same health food store, actually, a couple weeks prior, I was wearing my Italians Do It Better shirt, and the dude at the register was like, nice shirt. And I was like, oh shit, you're Italian? He was like, yeah. I was like, you from out here? I was like, there's not many of us out here. He was like, yeah, I am, but I'm actually from back east. I'm from Philly. And I was like, ah, cool. So like, you know, the shirt is actually like working. But then I followed up and I was like, so you're from Philly? He's like, well, I grew up out here, but like back and forth. I was like, so your parents are from there? He's like, yeah, kind of. They're from Rhode Island. So then I just started getting really fucking confused. But the bottom line is, I wear the Italians do it better. Somebody compliments it. I make a connection to another Italian-American. I feel less estranged from my people. Of course, when I first got the shirt, my son Louis, who's seven, immediately looked at it and was like, that's offensive. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, that's offensive unless you're Italian. He's like, so thankfully we're Italian. He's been on this like whole kick about everything's offensive. Like we'll say that something his brother did was funny. And he's like, that's offensive. And we're like, yo, that's not offensive. I don't think you understand exactly the totality of what that adjective means. But keep trying, kid. I, I respect it. So my wife had a significant milestone birthday recently. And to celebrate, we went to We Spa, which is a Korean spa very close to where we live, actually, that we'd both been meaning to go to for years. It's a 24-hour spa. They have tons of saunas, hot tubs, cold tubs, massage therapy, you know, facial treatments, all the whole fucking thing, acupressure. They have a, a restaurant in there. They got all types of shit in there. But neither one of us had ever gone, and we both are prone to anxiety, and probably the reason why we haven't gone to this place that we both have wanted to go to for 10 years. I mean, I did so much research leading up to this. I googled things. I read articles. I read essays that people had written about going to this place. Like, I spent all this time and energy researching this shit as if it would, like, shed some light on what the experience would be like. And I would be so prepared when I got there. And I did all this exclusively because I have so much anxiety surrounding new experiences. But then like we got there and like my whole world was still flipped on its head. So we get to the front, we check in, we each go our separate ways because it's got a men's floor, which is fully nude, a women's floor, which is fully nude, and a co-ed floor, which is clothed. That's also where the restaurant is. And it's got like five saunas on the co-ed floor, whatever. So we go our separate ways. I go into the men's locker room and like immediately I'm like, all right, when do I like when do I get nude? And there's just nude men everywhere. And so I go, they give you this little wristwatch thing, digital, digital bracelet. And that's what opens your locker. And so I go, I go to the locker. I put my shit in there. I get like halfway stripped down. And then I'm like, where are the shorts? Cause I'm going to go up to the co-ed floor to meet Samantha up there. So I start wandering around. I wander over here. There's no shorts. I wander to like the main area. I'm like, okay, here are the shorts. And so like at some point I just got nude. Because that's what you do. 
And then I put on the, the co-ed uniform and I went up to the floor to meet Samantha. Before I went up, though, I kind of wandered around the men's floor a little bit just to check it out. I peeked into the area where like all the tubs and the saunas are just to get like a feel for like the layout of the place. Just naked men everywhere. Just all just dicks out everywhere. So <laughs> I try to go up to the co-ed floor. I walk right past. There's an arrow. Jimble jang this way. Jim jill bang. I forget exactly what the word is. And it's pointing this way. I walk right past the staircase and I walk into the sleeping room because there's a whole room with lounge chairs where dudes just sleep and I just keep walking and then I get to like a curtain and I move the curtain and there's fucking no staircase back there, obviously. I'm just like a lost fucking lamb in these situations. So I backtrack, I go up the stairs, I get to the Jimble Jang, whatever it's called, and, and Sam's not there yet. So I just start wandering around a little, but real fucking awkwardly, you know, because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This is a new place. I'm not going to just start going in saunas without her. I have crippling social anxiety, especially in new circumstances with people that I don't know. Everybody's there. They're like lounging. There's mats on the floor. People are laying on the ground. People are going into the sauna. They're coming out of the sauna. They're going into the restaurant. They're coming out of the restaurant. Everybody's just experiencing their experience. And of course, all I can think about is how everybody must be looking at how awkward I am and how strange it is that I'm just like wandering around this space with nobody while I wait for my wife. So I'm like, there's TVs, so at least I could go over and just like look at some... It was the day that the Phillies were playing in the World Series game that they lost to lose the World Series. RIP Phil's 2022 season. So I was like, all right, well, at least I could do this for a minute. And I do that. Then I start feeling awkward. Then I start wandering around some more. Then I get a little cup of water and I drink it. And then I go back downstairs to the locker room because I'm like, well, I better check my phone because, you know, maybe she like, you know, maybe she's like, she's not coming up yet. She's doing something else. I better check my phone. So I go back, go down. She didn't message me. Of course, she didn't. She was just getting herself ready, whatever the fuck she was doing, just enjoying an entry into luxuriating in this spa. So I go back upstairs, don't see her anywhere, do the awkward walk, look at my feet a lot, look around, try not to look at people for too long so they don't think I'm the creepy guy by himself just standing there in the spa, the co-ed area doing nothing. She doesn't come for a while. Go back downstairs again, check my phone again, convinced that, you know, she had texted me. No text again, no text. Then I come back up and she was there, thankfully. Anxiety is a motherfucker. So we kind of, we wander around a little and then we do the sauna. There's a salt sauna. There's a clay sauna. There's like a jade sauna. There's a gumbujang sauna or something like that. I forget what the word was, but that's like the hot one. It's like 200 degrees. And then there's an ice sauna. So we did a few of the saunas and then she had a massage appointment. So when she had her massage appointment, we parted ways, you know. Now, granted, when we first linked up, she was like, where were you? I was like, oh, I went downstairs to, uh, to check my phone to see if you messaged me because I was like lingering around here for a while. She's like, oh, yeah, I showered down there and I, I got into one of the hot tubs for a minute before I came up. And I was like, oh, OK. So she goes to her massage treatment and I go into the 200 degree sauna and I sweat for a while. I'm really into the fucking sauna. I've been going to the Y. We have we have a YMCA membership now, and I've been going to the Y a lot. And one of the things that I do is I go in the sauna, and I find it to be a very rejuvenating experience. 
So I go in the 200 degree one for a while. It's nice. I go into the ice thing afterwards for a little bit. And then I go down to have my time on the men's floor. And, you know, my shirt was soaked, you know, from the 200 degree room. They give you a shirt when you check in. And so I asked the guy in the, in the lot, in the, like, cause there's guys who are working where the towels are, where the shorts are in that area of the men's locker room. And I'm like, yo, could I get another shirt? I was like, do you have shirts here? He's like, no, you have to go to the front desk for a shirt. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to go to the front desk for a shirt when the shirt is soaked? Like, am I going to go shirtless to the front desk? Like, how does this work? So I just go to the locker. I hang up the shirt. I get fully nude. I go into the... <laughs> I go into the fucking area. I go right right into the sauna, you know? And uh, I sit in the sauna for a while. And there's a thing, like with men's locker rooms and shit in my in my experience where there's always the guy who's like staring too long you know there's always at least one guy who's staring too long it's like you know you're gonna look but you know just like keep it moving you know just like just just keep it moving and the leering the leering guys are the guys that i just have very low tolerance for it makes me very uncomfortable I mean, it's enough that this is like a completely nude thing, which is new for me. I mean, I'm somewhat modest, you know? I don't like choose to just be nude around a grip of other men in most situations in my life. And so this is a new experience. So when you have those dudes who are leering, it's just like, man, this is already new for us. Like, let's just, you know, let's just keep it moving. So... You know, her treatment was an hour, and then she planned to do, like, some more of the hot tub saunas on the women's floor afterwards. So I have, like, a good two hours to kill by myself. We parted ways at 3.30. We plan to meet back up at 5.30. So I go. I do the sauna. I come out of the sauna. I pull the chain for the cold shower. I go into the steam room. I go into the fucking hot tub. I go into the cold tub. They have a fucking cold tub. I come out of all this, I get the clothes back on, I go upstairs, I go into the fucking salt sauna, then I come out of there, I go into the fucking 200 degree sauna, I come out of there, I do the ice sauna, then I go back downstairs, I do the sauna again, then I fucking go right into the, the cold pool, which honestly could was probably 36 degrees, maybe less, maybe it's 33 degrees, it's fucking freezing, it's really intense. Then I come out of there. I think maybe I did some more steam room, some more hot tub. And then like I was getting close to the end, but I'd had them change the TV in the sauna room to the World Series game. So I wanted to watch like another, you know, 10, 15 minutes before I had to go meet back up with Samantha. So I go back into the sauna and there's a guy in there and we start chatting. I'm asking him who he's rooting for. Fully nude. I'm asking him who he's rooting for. You know, he says... Well, my nickname used to be Dusty Baker when I used to play college ball. So, you know, I kind of have no choice but to root for the teams that he manages. So I'm like, ah, well, I'm from Philly, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, at this point, I've done so much hot and cold over the course of the last two, three hours that I can feel myself starting to fade. And we're in like he's he started telling stories. So we were like in the in the throes of sort of elongated conversation. But I had to find an out because I was about to pass the fuck out in this thing. So I let him finish like a sentence and I was like, all right, man, I got to get out of here. I got to, you know, meet my wife or whatever. So I get out of there. I pull the cold chain, you know, soak myself with the cold, get dried off, get dressed. 
go back upstairs to meet her. And I don't feel right, you know? I had, at one point, like an hour prior, I'd had a coconut water. But I don't really feel so good. Like, I feel like I could I could potentially pass out. Like, I'm keeping it together, but I feel like I'm right on the fucking edge. So we go. I see her. She, she looks wonderful. She just came out of her massage. You know, she looks very refreshed, beautiful as always. And we're like, let's get some food. So we go into the restaurant and, and like, I'm like wobbling on my feet. And she's like telling me something. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, I'm I'm having a hard time right now keeping it together. I think maybe I overdid it a little bit in the sauna. And she's like, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you like this. She's like, what do you need? I get a water. I chug the water. We order some food. She's like, do you need me to help you to the table? I was like, nah, I'm good. You know, whatever. And so I'm trying to keep up conversation with her, but I'm like, I'm a little nervous that like I've overdone this to the point of like potential hospitalization. But thankfully, we just we continue we continue talking, and I'm able to talk my way through this experience. Our buzzer rings. I go get our food. I got this fucking amazing vegetable dumpling soup, which I actually want to go back right now and, and go get another order of. And so I eat my soup. She has the food that she got. I come back to life, and a guy's walking. A guy stands up, you know, with his uh, with his uh, woman that he had come in with. And I remember seeing him check in. And I think a lot of couples do this. They come, they do some individual time, they do some co-ed time together, you know, and then they do more individual time, they reconvene, they have a meal. It's a really nice thing for us that we discovered that we both enjoy. So I'm actually excited for it moving forward. But anyway, so this guy comes, he gets up and he's walking and he walks by Sam. He walks behind her and I was like... Saw that guy's dick. And she's like, what? I was like, I said, I saw that guy's dick. Because you're in a sauna with all these men and you just see all these dicks and all these dudes and their dicks. And then you go to the co-ed floor and you just see them clothed and you're like, oh, I just saw your dick. You know, we were just sitting together nude in a hot tub and I saw your dick and now you're we're eating Korean food together. It's just it's a, it's a unique experience is all, you know? You have to understand too that there are times when you're sitting in one of the pools when you look over and you're just eye level with another man's scrote. Just eyes, scrotum lined up directly. There's nothing you could do about it. And then I started saying to her I was like, you know, there's always the creepers in there, you know? I feel like you know, at the Y, there's the creepers, and at the fucking Wee Spa, there's the creepers. There's always the creepers, or at least it feels to me like they're fucking creeping. They're leering. It's a little uncomfortable. And she says to me, well, you know, I mean, it's it's hard not to look. And I was like, well, of course. Yeah, I looked at every single dick down there. Like, there's not a dick that was unlooked at by me. But it doesn't change the fact that there are dudes who just leer for way too long. So given my state at that point, we just, we did the clay sauna one more time. Then we sat in the ice a little longer. Then we both went, we both showered up. I got to watch a little more of the World Series in the locker room and talk to the fucking same Dusty Baker guy while we were watching the game. We got talking a little bit more about baseball. Then as I was, I was like getting myself dressed at the locker, some guy said something about the stools. They got these little stools in there. And I was like, yo, I got one over here. You could use this one if you want. He's like, yeah, I never know what these stools are for. And this guy, this Asian guy, he's like, you sound like you're from uh, the East Coast. I was like, yeah, I'm from Philly. He's like, so tell me, 
what makes a Philly cheesesteak like special? Is it the meat? Is it the way they, is it the onions? Is it the bup? And I'm like, well, it's the bread. It's the way they cook it. They use this cheese sauce. I was like, you know, whatever. They fucking, you know, it's just a unique thing. You got to be there to get it right. And he's like, well, there's this place near me called Philly's Best. And he's like, I think it's legit, but I don't know. I'm sure he didn't say legit. That's the fucking thing that I say. And every character in every story that I tell talks exactly like me. But anyway, I was just telling him, like, I think everything out here is just a subpar approximation of what you could get there. With the exception of booze, cheesesteaks, which is basically just like double the price of a Philly cheesesteak and kind of tastes like a middle-of-the-road cheesesteak. I don't even eat red meat, so I'm talking about chicken cheesesteaks. I have no claim to cheesesteaks. I also told this guy, I was like, I prefer hoagies, like Italian hoagies, you know? You get your fucking brujute, you got your soprasat, you got your fucking, you know, your sharp provolone, you know? You got your cherry hots on there. Oil and vinegar only. Do not fucking put mayo on a hoagie, please, ever. Don't put mustard on a hoagie, ever, please. Fucking Metagons. Sorry, I shouldn't call people Metagons, but it is Metagon to put mayo on a fucking hoagie. It just is. I'm sorry. Anyway, he told me that he drove a taxi for a long time and he could really, he could easily identify the accent. I was like, ah, oh, cool, you know? So anyway, all in all, fucking great experience at Wee Spa. Highly recommend it. And now you know why this episode is called Saw That Guy's Dick. Leave a comment somewhere. Leave a review. Send me a message. Tell me what the fuck you like, what you don't like, what what's working for you, what's not working for you. Tell your Aunt Jerry. Tell your uh, cousin Carl. Tell your uh, your brother Tommy, Timmy, Jimmy, Joey. Uh, tell them all. Uh, why are those all the names that I know? I can never think of other names. Tell your mom's friends, though. That's really important. Tell your fucking mother. Tell your mother's friends about the Blank Page podcast, available exclusively on every single podcast platform. Thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the, the Blank, Blank Page. Page. I will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Peace.